Hello, my name is Jai Yuan, and I'm a, a PhD student of uh, natural, uh, of the School of Natural Resources, and my major is uh, Applied Ecology. And today, uh, my talk, uh, my topic will be the spatial analysis of harmful algae blooms at East China Sea in May 2004 using remote sensing data. In the outline, uh, first I will give you some introduction, then generally background information about the harmful algae bloom, and uh, talk about uh, the data source, and then our analysis um, on remote sensing data using ArcGIS, and uh, uh, finally I will talk about the advantages and uh, disadvantages of the application of remote sensing on this case, and uh, talk about some future work. Okay, we all are familiar with the harmful algae bloom, uh, which can cause um, a lot of problems, uh, health issues, uh, economic losses, uh, uh, typically the fishing and uh, ecological damage. So why I came up with the idea that uh, we should use remote sensing to um, uh, to, anal to analyze the harmful algae bloom because uh, uh, there are uh, there are uh, many disadvantages of traditional shipping-based uh, field sampling. For example, time-consuming and uh, the frequency is limited. Um, and also, uh, we can use the um, satellite uh, to, to to observe the uh, the observe most algae blooms because they have extinct color. Mm. I will focus on the. Uh, uh, harmful algae bloom events um, um, occurred in in May the 2004. Um, this is one of the uh, most uh, uh, serious um, HAB events um, in the world, and uh, it lasts uh, for nearly a, mo uh, a month time, and uh, it uh, affects um, a large area of uh, and. Yeah, and uh, so uh, I will focus on 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 this on this part of Ch uh, East China Sea because this is the uh, area uh, mainly influenced by by this event. Uh, all the data um, I used in in this project uh, uh, is collected uh, by the MODIS Echo satellite, um, and uh, here is the website and. Uh, and this satellite uh, was launched in 2002, and uh, its main purpose is to collect ocean color image. And uh, we know that uh, chlorophyll A uh, is a green pigment present in, in all algae, so, uh, and uh, it is a very important indicator of the phytoplankton biomass. So, um, uh, the Aquamodis satellite also uh, use this use this indicator uh, to detect the uh, um, the harmful algae blooms. Um, I can download the uh, the the chlorophy concentration standard mapped image from this website, and I choose the eight composite uh, composite because. Uh, there's a daily uh, there's daily image 
but uh, there's uh, a lot of missing data on, on, on daily image, so I choose the eight-day composite. And the, result, uh, the resolution is four kilo, kilometers, and uh, the format is uh, HDF. Uh, here's the problem. Uh, we cannot use ArcGIS to, to read HDF files directly, so uh, I have to use the MDET conversion tools to create a new tool in ArcGIS and, and, and convert the HD, HDF files to, <coughs> to uh, ArcGIS raster. But um, since I, I choose the eight-day composite image, so um, I divided the, uh, the, uh, the, the whole May uh, into four period times. This is the third period of time. And uh, we can see from the, uh, from the raster that um, in this part, uh, in this part shows, shows a, a relatively high chlorophy concentration, and also here, here, and uh, during this period of time, um, there's a reported uh, harmful algae bloom. Mm. Well, we can we can see uh, uh, this is the error, and within the red line, uh, that is the error reported. So we can see that these two areas um, can can partly over overlap. So that uh, that 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 proves that uh, the remote sensing can can be used in this case. Also, uh, here uh, here's the uh, the raster of the second period of time. Mm. Also, we can find that uh, uh, the um, the reported um, error. Which which occurred, um, harmful algae bloom, um, overlapped very well the uh, the highest the highest concentration part of this raster. Uh, uh, that is here, but also here. Um, and according to this raster, we can see here is a large large error of. Uh, the high concentration of chlorophyll A, um, but um, I found a, I found a no report about about uh, there's a bloom or anything uh, at this area, and and I will talk about the possibilities later. Um, this is the last period of time, in the, uh, and again within the red line, this is the error reported. Uh, sorry. To have the harmful uh, algae bloom, and uh, also we can find that the the area with high concentration of chlorophyll A um, can partly overlap with the with the area. Then, uh, then I think, uh, then I I thought why why there is no report. Uh, during this this period of time, but uh, it, we we can see here's a, a very obvious obvious high concentration of chlorophyll A. So um, uh, that I I think it might because of the color dissolved organic matter. Uh, this 
this one is naturally released from from the decaying uh, detritus, and uh, it is uh, it is colorful in itself, and uh, it's uh, its relationship with uh, with chlorophyll A is that uh, mm, they share the same um, observation um, in the same spe uh, spectral range. And then I checked the, the um, and I can I can also find the CDOM here CDOM data uh, from the same website I download the other data so uh, so I compared uh, I compared uh, um, the CDOM index in during this period of time and I found um, there's a really extremely high CDOM index. Um, in this era, which is exactly the same, <coughs> shows on this raster. So this might be uh, this might be the the, the cause of the of the high concentration shown here. Yeah, and I also compared uh, uh, CDOM. Um, index uh, during other three periods of time, um, I found there's uh, there's a little um, overlapping, but uh, the situation is is much much better than this one. Um, well, and, and I I tried to find out um, how to uh, how to get rid of the influence of CDOM uh, to the chlorophyll A uh, calculation, but uh, unfortunately, um, there's uh, there's no good way now. Mm. Mm. Since we we have the uh, the raster of um, the chlorophyll A concentration in different parts, then, then we can uh, then, uh, then we can think about oh, uh, maybe we can uh, we can we can calculate the 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 harmful algae bloom error through through the raster data. Well, the first thing we have to do is to determine what is the concentration of the chlorophyll A that can be considered as a, uh, algae bloom. Um, unfortunately, I, I cannot find a standard uh, standard uh, uh, standard value, but uh, so I. I, I I can only use uh, I can only use uh, use use five milligram per um, uh, cubic meters. Um, this uh, this data is used in in, in one case um, in 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 an article. So so I choose the I choose the this uh, this value, and then I use the the uh, raster calculator to um, uh, to pick out the uh, the arrow of where the chlorophyll A concentration is higher than five. So, and I can calculate the the um, the, uh, the harmful algae bloom error. Well, um, this is the result. Um, this is a very, very uh, 
inaccurate result um, because of just I just mentioned a lot of uh, um, factors, um, but uh, uh, this ca this also can be used for because um, this can help for this can be help for. Uh, yeah, did you say accurate or inaccurate? Inaccurate. Very inaccurate. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because uh, first uh, there's no there's no uh, there's no standard concentration of bloom. That, I mean, uh, um, related with the chlorophyll A concentration. Um, the, usually, uh, the bloom is uh, is determined by the the cell concentration, but the chlorophyll A concentration in per cell is different uh, from species to species. So it's really hard to uh, to determine determine what, uh, where is the bloom uh, according to the chlorophyll A concentration. Um, and I I didn't uh, calculate the um, the error um, uh, during the the third period of time because of this a very uh, a very strong inter uh, interference uh, interference uh, uh, from the CDOM. Uh, through this uh, this project, I I I I can find that the remote sensing is very fast and uh, uh, consecutive. Um, and that uh, that is one of the advantages uh, one advantages of it, and uh, it can it can acquire large scale data set rather uh, compared with the the traditional uh, in suit sampling. But there are still uh, many problems. Uh, first uh, first of all, the satellite uh, chlorophyll imagery. And is not sufficient to determine harmful from non-harmful algae blooms because um, not all blooms, not all algae blooms are harmful, and um, because blooms is a is a natural process. So uh, and uh, and uh, just as I mentioned before, the CDOM and the ter turbidity can 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 strongly in, uh, influence the the remote sensing. Calculation on the concentration of uh, uh, chlorophyll A concentration. Um, so, um, and uh, there, um, there's still another, not a good. Uh, there's still no, no good way to, uh, to get rid of this in, uh, influence. And also, the uh, resolution is not so good. Um, I can only find the uh, the four kilometer uh, resolution from the uh, Aqua Modis satellite. And the other sensors, such as um, such as uh, the Sea Waves, um, has only nine kilometer uh, re resolution. So uh, so this method may not be uh, used well in. In some inland small lakes, and uh, also uh, the remote sensing can uh, cannot detect the vertical distribution of algae in water. Um, it's obvious um, that uh, the algae uh, distribution may be very deep in the water. Here are some future works. Um, 
first, um, how to uh, uh, how to identify a bloom to to the species level? Uh, this may uh, uh, this may uh, if this problem can be solved, it may help to uh, to de define uh, what is uh, harmful and what is non-harmful through the remote sensing technique. And uh, the second one is um, how to detect and map the extent of the blooms accurately. Just as I said before, um, there's, uh, we, we can get the raster of uh, different concentrations of chlorophyll A, but uh, we cannot determine uh, what, what level of uh, chlor chlorophyll A concentration uh, can be considered as bloom. And uh, the third one is um, quantification of bloom biomass. Um, uh, this is because uh, remote sensing uh, is difficult to uh, to get uh, to get the vertical uh, to get the vertical um, distribution of the algae bloom, and uh, how to use remote sensing to predict the the uh, the algae bloom. Uh, uh, this this might uh, this might um, might may come true through through other satellite satellite data such as um, such as um, the sea surface temperature uh, which is uh, which is very uh, which is very important to um, to the harmful uh, algae bloom uh, not harmful algae bloom but um, I tried to um, Download the the sea surface temperature um, on the on the NASA website, but um, I, I I cannot find a pattern. So um, that's what that's what I have done now. I don't have. I have at least five questions for you. Okay. Well, I you know I think you're being very critical. You know this is a Global data site, the global scale. Yeah. Really look at the, the ocean. And so I think you should appreciate what you have rather than you know being very critical. I mean it. Otherwise, you know, with the ship going down and collecting that data, this is a global scale data. So that four kilometer is really awesome, very detailed resolution. I understand. You know, um, there's always problem, you know, especially the area that you're working. I don't think uh, this is a good data set to work with. You know, this is a global data set. If yeah. you really want to look at the, you know, let's say Atlantic Ocean, or part, looking at that part of East China is problematic. Probably this is not the perfect data set. So, but um, I, I never had experience with aqua, you know, that's this ocean data. So with Chiang, now I, I know how to handle the data a little bit. But I, I really appreciate your hard work. You know, this is something that we wanted to explore. And, and you really took the time and then learned to work with this satellite data that no one probably in Nebraska or no one that I know of is working with this ocean data, this aqua data from the satellite. So he put a lot of time and Actually, effort. Actually, uh, I, I found out uh, that there are many people working on this. But yeah, they work with the field, you know, like Dr. Gitterson. You know, <coughs> this, they go lake by lake, they collect data. You know, this is, all, you know, global data set. 
And I think it would be very, this is probably something that you're interested in for your PhD, right? You really have to do a lot of literature reviews, see what is being done, how this data has been used. Before being very critical, the data is out there, but it's probably more large scale, you know, like you said. Okay. Uh, I I I found an article mentioned that uh, they can get the resolution of uh, about uh, uh, 0 0.5 kilo kilometers. Yeah, but, but uh, to, to detect that chlorophyll content. What's the wavelength, you know, I mean, like like Jordan is saying, can you do a data uh, fusion? Can you bring another satellite data that has higher resolution? Like, what's the wavelength to detect that chlorophyll? Yeah, that, um, uh, yes, that, that's exactly Does, does Landsat bands work for you, for instance, that you can overlay together, you know, see? But this is but this is a lot of exploration. I'm really impressed with what he has done, and I and I think you know you have a lot of work to do. You're kind of the first one leading pioneer here, leading this effort. Our our Calmus Center, you know, they they have both. You know better than I do. You collect, but again, the problem with remote sensing, one is once that signal hits the surface, or you know, water or soil, it can penetrate. So it is hard to get any vertical distribution of, you know, the word is called it story moisture or algae. You can you can do that. It's, it's really difficult. But, Even with uh, the soil moisture, with microwave remote sensing, we can only detect the soil moisture in the top, I don't know, three to five centimeters. I was curious because I know that there are certain uh, that are area within cyanobacteria. That um, so when you said that you couldn't distinguish between the two different types of harmful and non-harmful um, algal blooms, have you looked at those different features? Uh, Yes, there, uh, I, I found there there are several articles talking about how to distinguish uh, distinguish cyanobacteria and uh, other kinds of uh, algae, uh, but uh, the the uh, the result is that uh, they cannot be distinguished. Uh, just uh, they cannot be distinguished well. Uh, when I I don't remember that 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 data, but. Uh, uh, be, uh, just above above a certain a certain uh, level of concentration of chlorophyll A. So if if that I I can't remember that uh, exact number, but uh, yeah. So it is possible because uh, many different species may have uh, their their unique uh, pigments, you know, but uh, also. Uh, but uh, still, one uh, one main problem is that the CDOM I, I just mentioned they they can they can uh, they can influence the the calculation because uh, uh, because of the um, that they're of uh, the same uh, absorption so it's still a problem I think.